Attention patriots, tired of the tyranny and crime in the sanctuary cities? Flee the city and seek refuge in the American Redoubt. FleeTheCity.com. Move to the freedom of Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming. FleeTheCity.com. FleeTheCity.com. Now's your chance to get the last of the Resolution Radio Blood Teas. Only a few left available before we try to do a reorder. This has been a high-selling item, and we really appreciate everyone's support in getting this shirt and showing their pride as well as showing their heritage. Nothing counts more than blood. Get yours today from Resolution Radio. Only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling. It really helps the network improve, and you really get a great product to showcase what you truly believe in. Nothing counts more than blood. Only from Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Send check, money order, or well-concealed cash to Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. That's Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. Adding to the disclaimer that opinions of a host and of the guests of any particular show shall not affect the radio network as a whole. We reserve all ability and freedom of speech from all participants involved, including callers, and if you're offended, tough shit. Thank you, Resolution Radio. Katie Armor raised the standard. Finally, AR500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight, feeling lighter, increases mobility, and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game-changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now, only at katiearmor.com, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Come and take it. You're listening to Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. I used to live in Rochester, Minnesota in the 1990s. Prior to that, I spent a lot of time in Minnesota as a child during the 1950s through the 1970s. I know Minnesota. Minnesota then was almost entirely white. White and extremely naive on racial matters. The Modern descendants of the largely Scandinavian and German settlers there, with a few exceptions, totally bought into the Jewish media version of the noble black man and noble Cesar Chavez type mestizo mythologies presented to them on their flickering snowy TV screens. Even in the 1960s, the Jew-created white oppressor narrative was in full swing. And northern whites, like my Minnesota neighbors and relatives, were psychologically programmed to 
show the world how much better and more truly Christian they were than those awful, nasty, cousin-marrying, racist, trailer-trash Southern whites as portrayed by Jews on primetime TV. They thought that Abraham, Martin, and John was a great song, and that passing the endless civil rights acts and the 1965 Open Borders Immigration Act were literally moral obligations. After all, Hubert Humphrey and the Democratic Farmer Labor Party had always done the right thing by them, hadn't they? And that's what they were telling us now. So it must be true. Their local Lutheran minister said the same. I have a deep affection for these folks. But they had the political awareness of an underground invertebrate. They had no idea how, even as early as the 1960s, their own institutions had been eviscerated from within and repurposed by their deadliest enemies. You'd think that after the Somali invasion and the Hamong invasion, which were complete or well underway by the time I left, that some good sense would have been pounded into my block-headed neighbors and relatives. But, alas, not so, or at least not enough. There are some exceptions, of course, and I salute them. One inveterate letter writer to the Rochester Post Bulletin, which newspaper I'll be quoting in a moment, and which didn't hesitate to attack me as a white racist when I lived there, used the nom de guerre Norman blood in his letters and skewered the local anti-whites again and again until eventually the paper evidently refused to print any more of his works. And the race thinker and philosopher Kenneth Anderson of Affirmations is a Minnesotan. But even conceding, more like hoping, that an awakening is gradually taking place there, we have to deal with reality. And the reality is that the managerial stratum in Minnesota is still liberal on race to the point of verifiable mental illness. Let's go to the Rochester, Minnesota Post Bulletin of just two weeks ago for proof. Quote, a 20-year-old Rochester man will serve 180 days in jail and up to 30 years of probation in a case involving the rape of two juvenile girls in Olmstead County. Mohammed Bakari Shea, a Somali I might add, appeared before District Judge Jacob Allen on Monday, January 30. 2023, for his sentencing hearing, where multiple family members spoke about how Shea's actions affected them. Shea was facing three different felony first-degree criminal conduct charges in two separate cases. His plea deal called for no prison time, a stay of adjudication, and the dismissal of two out of three charges. If Shea completes his probation, 
All charges against him will be dismissed and will not be on his criminal record. One of the juveniles in this case was around nine years old, and the other juvenile was between four and five years old at the time of the sexual assaults. There is no moving on or getting over it. I've tried, one of Shay's survivors said while fighting back tears in court Monday. She broke down and cried following her statement to the court. A family member described one of the juvenile survivors as a bubbly girl who loved to share with others. But following Shay's multiple sexual assaults, the juvenile became withdrawn and more reclusive. The family member asked Shay to take responsibility for what he's done to his victims and to their families. Some day you will have to answer for this egregious act against a child, the family member said. Shay was 15 and 16 years old at the time of the sexual assaults, and he was initially charged in juvenile court in 2019. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, his case was pushed back to the point that prosecutors would soon lose jurisdictional authority to prosecute the case. Charges were dismissed against Shea in those cases, but were soon refiled. Shea was then given a plea deal that included his stay of adjudication and no prison time in exchange for him not challenging certification in adult court, which allowed for his continued prosecution, according to Olmstead County Senior Attorney Thomas Gort. Shea entered an Alford plea in December 2022, meaning that while he does not admit guilt, he admits that a jury would convict him based on the evidence. Shea's lawyer, James McGinney, argued that the court lacked the authority to impose any jail time, as that was not the spirit of the plea agreement, and any jail sentence would be in violation of the agreement. Allen ultimately disagreed with McGinney's argument, pointing out that judges ordering stays of adjudication in drug cases routinely impose a 30-day jail sentence. I hope you heard what was said in this court today, Allen told Shea in court. The conduct they described and the way it affected them should be something that haunts you. With good behavior... Shea will serve at most 116 days in the Olmstead County Adult Detention Center. His jail sentence will begin February 13, 2023. Shea was also ordered to undergo a sex offender program and complete 200 hours of community service. He will not be required to register as a sex offender. According to court documents, a female juvenile reported to a Rochester police investigator in April 2020 that Shay first raped her on Mother's Day in 2018 at a Rochester residence. The juvenile would have been around nine years old on that date. Shay would have been around 16 years old. Shay told her that he would give her money for a book fair at school or buy her toys, the juvenile told police. 
A different juvenile told an RPD investigator in June 2021 that Shay had raped her several times at the same residence during the same time period. Shay denied to investigators that he had raped the juvenile. Close quote. So, let's get this straight. Mohammed Bakari Shay is a Somali, which means he is of primarily Congoid ancestry and is racially a baby step above a pure-blooded Congoid. He is described by the Post Bulletin as a Rochester man. Likely, he was born there, as if that matters, since the feds have been importing Somalis into that once heavenly pure white city, home to the Mayo Clinic, since the 1990s, more than a generation. Blacks sexually mature faster than whites. At 16, Shay was fully sexually mature. He was not a child in any meaningful sense of the word, as a white boy might be at the same age. And he was perverse, though perversity seems to be more the norm for Congoid types. And he was aggressive in his perversions. Shay told a nine-year-old girl, race never specified in media reports, that he would buy her toys in order to get her guard down. And then he repeatedly raped her. Other media sources say he raped her at least eight times. After getting away with raping the nine-year-old, he then raped a four-year-old. Again, race not disclosed and kept on raping her well past her fifth birthday. If the victims are white, this would be cause for making this a capital crime. But even if they aren't white, this creature and his ilk are still grave dangers to us. If they will treat their own kind this way, how then are they likely to treat us, who the Jewish media are inciting them to hate each and every minute of every day? It took some legal wrangling just to get Shay tried as an adult in the Rochester, Minnesota court system, and he eventually was. But for all the good it did, he might as well have just booked an appearance on Romper Room and been declared a don't-be for five minutes. His sentence will result in just 116 days in jail, 200 hours of community service, like cleaning up in parks and playgrounds, perhaps? 30 years of probation, an expungement of his criminal record after successful completion of his sentence, so he will not have a criminal record, and he will not be required to register as a sex offender. If George Soros and the other Jews have their way and prosecutors and court officials keep getting more and more lenient on non-white crime— Expect that 30 years of probation to evaporate into next to nothing. To be fair to Somalis, always one of my goals here, I have to say that they themselves know the type of draconian discipline it takes to keep their own kind under control. 
witness the headline in Britain's Daily Mail newspaper, quote, Two men who gang-raped and killed a 12-year-old girl in Somalia are publicly executed by firing squad chosen by girl's father, who inspected bodies to make sure they were dead, close quote. And, to be fair to the justice system, also one of my sacred goals, it is true that the recommended sentence in the guidelines for these crimes is a very lenient 12 years in prison. But the judge gave Shay 180 days, which means in Rochester that he gets out in just 100 
You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com Thanks for listening to Project Schoolyard Volume 2. For more information about the project, as well as lyric to the songs on this CD, please visit www.tightrope.cc. You can also find jokes, news articles, a photo gallery, free CD downloads, and a secure online shopping cart. We carry a full line of flags, t-shirts, CDs, books, stickers, and other products of interest to racially conscious white people. Please visit www.tightrope.cc. The Occidental Quarterly fills a unique niche in bringing together scholarly articles on a wide range of topics that are mired in political correctness elsewhere. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of the political cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people, but one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elites dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first-class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. Are you worried about America? Do you fear the power of the Obama brigades to take away your rights? The Obama presidency is the most radical left-wing administration in American history. Our constitutional liberties are in danger. What can you do? Join the Council of Conservative Citizens. For over 20 years, the CFCC has fought for the rights and ideals of the European-American majority. The CFCC has won legal and political battles to protect your heritage and your liberties. The CFCC advocates strong state governments over the power of Washington, D.C. to rule your life. The CFCC believes in an American-first foreign and domestic policy which opposes globalism and one-world government. The CFCC advocates racial integrity as God's natural order. Visit our website today at www.cfcc.org and join fellow European Americans in the fight for our people. Are you a native son or daughter of the South who pleads the stars and bars? Someone not born in Dixieland, but who is a Johnny Reb at heart and looking for a place to shop that promotes Southern heritage? Well, your search is over. Dixie Republic is the place to go for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Inside the log cabin just outside Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Dixie Republic has t-shirts, hats, videos, flags, books, belt buckles, and some of the best mouth-watering barbecue sauce that will ever touch your lips. There's just about everything you want honoring the South at Dixie Republic. Well, you say that South Carolina is a bit too far for you to drive? Have no fear, my friend. 
All of this is just a mouse click away. Go online at www.dixierepublic.com. You're home for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Thank you.